Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It stands to reason that a lot of actors are going to become wrestlers, and sometimes a lot of wrestlers are going to become actors because there are a lot of similarities. You need a larger-than-life personality. You need to be able to act in front of a camera. You need to be able to do things with a microphone in your hand, or at least not in your hand when you're doing a movie. And hey, if you're good at something, why not double, triple, quadruple it up? And given that we are wrestling fans, we're also talking about The Rock and Hulk Hogan and Dave Bautista, who obviously went from the squared circle into Hollywood. But sometimes there were people already in Hollywood that you didn't know were wrestlers. So my name is Simon Mello, welcome to What Culture Wrestling. And here is eight of those things I just said out of my mouth. Number eight, Brian Glover. I like Brian Glover, mostly because when he was describing himself, he would say, well, I'm a bald-headed, mean-looking Yorkshireman. And anybody that's a part of the Bald Brotherhood is all right by me. It's how he landed roles in the likes of Ken Loach's 1969 classic Les, and also how he played bottom in Shakespeare's Midsummer Night Dream. Now that was a little bit of a stretch given his accent, but it's called acting people, you must act. When he wasn't stood in front of a camera though, Brian was a genuine wrestler known as Leon Arras, and I only pronounce it like that because he used to say he was from Paris. Now I'm sure he meant Paris, but it's not spelled Aris, so I'm going with this one. Once again, I'm not sure why he decided to be a Frenchman given how he spoke. Hey man, you can do whatever the hell you want. Leon was more of a comedy performer than a five-star classic worker, but he used all the tricks of the trade in order to engage the audience, and he actually got some good feedback. And it's not a bad way to make a living either. Just take all your passions and put them in a gift bag. He was basically like the original Chris Jericho. Number seven, Milton Reed. You may not recognize the name Milton Reed, but when I throw Odd Job in there, the villain from James Bond, you're like, oh yeah, I remember that guy. He used to throw his hat to kill people, which sounds rubbish before you remember it had blades in it. He was a little bit flubbed up. And the reason I'm throwing all this into one big pot is because at some point in life, Milton was like, my word, I'm going to play Odd Job. And he was, if it hadn't gone for Harold Zakata instead, who was also a wrestler. And don't worry, we're going to talk about Harry later. But because they both were sports entertainers, they were going to have a few to decide who would get this role before producers found out about this and said, no, don't do that. We don't like it. The main reason Reed didn't get it in the end is because he'd already been inserted into James Bond lore because he had starred in Dr. No, or at least appeared in it and then he went and did this again in 1977 when he popped up in the spy who loved me 
So this guy really did all right. When he wasn't doing all of this though, he was back in the ring. And do you know what his wrestling persona name was? I'll give you a second, you didn't come up with it. It was Jungle Boy, so there's more than one. Number six, Alex Carras. So this one was new to me, but man, did it make me happy. Cause I'm sure you've heard of Mel Brooks's classic Blazing Saddles, which took the satire bun and just hit it over and over again. And then also at times would pivot to fart humor, including that one scene where a bunch of cowboys are eating beans and they do indeed start to pass wind. So you really want to check it out, you'll get a little bit of everything. The story also features a guy named Mongo, a terrifying but stupid assassin who wants to do away with the main character of Sheriff Bart. And what do you do when you need a gargantuan man in order to look scary? you go to wrestling. On top of that, the actor behind this, Alex Carras, also played in the NFL from 1958 to 1970. And really, when he wasn't on the gridiron, that is indeed when he put himself in the squared circle and a little bit of money doing the slams. And he never did much of note in the ring, but he did have a massive feud with Dick the Bruiser. And there's a name you'll recognize. So he did more than most. The story for this one is great too, because they told everyone that they'd fought in a bar and now they'd taken that scrap and they decide to do it in a bunch of fans. In the actual reality, Alex had been suspended from the NFL, so once more, why not go back and do this? Number five, Lenny Montana. Do not mess with Lenny Montana. I mean, this guy leans so heavily on his Italian roots. If Vince McMahon had met him in the 1980s, that absolutely would have been his gimmick. But when you go through his career and you go through his life, this is someone that you just want to go, hello, sir, yes, sir, whatever you need, sir. Because not only can he lay came to portraying assassin Luca Brasi in Francis Ford Coppola, his masterpiece known as the godfather the reason he was chosen for this role is because before he was doing this he was actually in the mafia so that's some damn good method acting so where does wrestling fit into all that well quite incredibly it comes before he joined the mob and i understand how you make all these transitions but yeah he dubbed himself the zebra kid he won a couple of tag titles in georgia and minnesota before deciding I don't want to do predetermined fighting anymore. And I would rather, I don't know, go shoot people. I don't know what he did, but again, just respect him and hope that he lets you on by. Number four, Woody Strode. In 1991, Jim Hurd, who was running WCW, got Ric Flair in his office and said, look, Ric Flair, the nature boy, one of the greatest wrestlers ever. I don't want you to be Ric Flair anymore. And I want you to cut your hair and call yourself Spartacus. Ric Flair said, I'm not going to do that. And he went to WWF. But when it came for Woody Stroud, well, he was much more fine with it. And as I'm sure you figured out, this wasn't in the wrestling ring. This was actually partaking in the movie known as Spartacus that was directed by Stanley Kubrick. And he was so good, he was nominated for a Golden Globe. I mean, that's pretty good for your CV. Stepping into the shoes as an Ethiopian gladiator known as Drabar, he actually spared Kirk Douglas's main character in a fight to a death because he felt sorry for him. Spoilers. And you've got to assume that this kind of action was helped in the sense that in the 50s, you've already figured it out, he was a professional wrestler. Taking on the likes of Gorgeous Jaws, Bearcat White and Bobo Brazil, he didn't let any of this success get to his head. And when he wasn't auditioning for a role or, you know, actually in a film, he would always go back to sports and a so now we found the original Dwayne Johnson. Oh, he comes back a little bit more than The Rock. Number three, Harold Sakata. We've already talked about him, but he had to have his own entry because, yes, as you've already figured out, Harold Sakata played Odd Job. Do you know how cool that is? One of the most iconic villains ever. 
and nobody can ever take it away from him. Forget all that though, because Sakata actually did everything. He won a silver medal at the 1948 London Olympic Games, and then yes, he jumped across to do professional wrestling where he was Tosh Tonga, and he made a lot of money, and he made a lot of success. I mean, he was winning multiple NWA regional titles throughout the 50s and 60s, and I guess he made such a name for himself that somebody saw him and thought, well, we should cast him in this huge movie. I mean, this really is quite the story. You can also find him in roles where he starred next to William Shatner, and if you look hard enough, you'll also see he was the face for a little while of Vic's cold medicine. And that's nothing to sniff at. <laughs> this is why everybody hates me. Number two, Robert Jeep Swenson. You're more likely familiar with this one because most people have seen this movie, but before we do get to that, old Robbo here was also involved in what was dubbed the greatest professional wrestling match ever. Now, do not get me wrong. It was absolutely not, and you should never watch it, but WCW did build their triple cage as exactly this, as they took Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage, and basically every other body they could find, and they had them foiled. Somehow, Arn Anderson was in this dress as a ninja, and so was Zeus from No Holds Barred, and thankfully, at the last minute, somebody changed Swenson's name from the final solution to the ultimate solution, but honestly, World Championship Wrestling, what were you doing? Why did you even have a variation of this name? It is flipping offensive and you're all a bunch of idiots. Anywho, Robert Longleg claimed to having the biggest biceps in the world, which caught the eye of one Joel Schumacher who needed somebody who was absolutely massive to play Bane. And well, I've already let you know what did happen. He did get this role in Batman and Robin, and yeah, he looked absolutely ludicrous. This gives me a rare opportunity of what culture wrestling to rant about that absolute piece of crap because as a massive Batman fan, it still offends me and it still insults me to this day. And if I could sort of like burn every single copy that was on this earth, I would dedicate my life to doing so. Number one, Tyler Maine. Before Kevin Nash jumped ship to the WWF, he was kind of struggling in WCW with Vinny Vegas but he also had a tag team partner. Tyler Big Sky Maine was his name, and as soon as Big Sexy had jump ship, he was kind of a little bit lost, because World Championship Wrestling didn't want to do anything with him. Maybe he kept this all under his hat too, because years later, when Kevin Nash wasn't able to answer a casting call because of a scheduling conflict to play Sabretooth in the 2000 X-Men movie, guess who picked up the phone and said, well, you know what, I can do it. It was your old pal, Tyler. So Balance had returned to the force, and if you really get knee deep into his IMDb career, he was in Troy with Brad Pitt. He was also the dude under the Michael Myers mask in Halloween that came out in 2007. And if you look hard enough, you will see him acting with Dwayne The Rock Johnson in The Scorpion King. So I don't know about you, but that is pretty good. If someone said that I was going to star in those three movies, I would say, absolutely, brother, sound me up. Although I've never teamed with Kevin Nash, so this doesn't tie in at all. But the point is, you just never know who's going to turn up and when. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.